Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 163 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with, shockingly, the entire In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? Watch me, doubters. What's going on, everyone? <laughs> we'll go with Collie next, because he's here. I mean, week. pretty good, guys. Light was good. It was 15 hours. Um, I watched a full season of the show Shorzy. I watched a full season of the anime cartoon show Invincible with everyone. Like, half the season of the show Severance. Got off the plane, waited for the luggage. It was all good. Fucking man, their customs doesn't check anything. I just walk right through, and it wasn't nothing at all. You could bring in whatever you want, pretty much. But I didn't. But yeah, because anyways, if you I get caught, through. if you get caught with it, they gonna lock you the fuck up. So they like, come bring <laughs> it in. Now, you can bring it you in for if, if they try to catch you, you could probably run and then ditch it, and it would, no. But anyways, I, besides the okay. point. So yeah, I gotta get in the taxi, drive the taxi home. I just man. I don't know what it was. If it's a little hit of pollution when I first got here, probably because I was extremely exhausted. I didn't sleep for those full 15 hours. And I mean, I went to the airport by one in the afternoon. My flight left at 4.30. So I was up for almost 24 hours probably. But yeah, after a 40 minute taxi ride, I get out of pretty much the other splash pad moment, just yacked everywhere. So uh, <laughs> I was waiting for that shit too. I'm like, I bet you you fucking threw up. As soon as yeah, you got I out. did. I did. As soon as I got out, everywhere, it's just acidic water or whatever it is, went inside, rested, and yeah, it's been good. Uh, things here are crazy. Uh, market video is coming soon. I went there yesterday. It's an hour and 30 minutes long. It was a long one. That stuff is kind of scary, guys. I'm just going to lie. And uh, uh, things it. over here, man, you had a 65 inch HDR TV for uh, about 300 Canadian. Uh, oh nice yeah man living here is really cheap the cost of things is just amazing it can be expensive if you want to buy some fucking imported fruit from japan but if you just want to buy local stuff like chicken breast from the wet market you get two large ones for about two dollars canadian so can't beat that moving it up long-winded kali thank you yeah (laughs) that's dope man that's dope Long and the short of it is, you're good. You had a good, good. flight. Yeah, you good. arrived safely. <laughs> I don't, don't know. And you can never have a good 15-hour flight. But like, you're holding yeah, your you wife it. and your family, man. What's what's wrong with that? That's, yeah, that's good. Hopped out the cab, got all the toxins out of your system, and you're good to go, man. <laughs> so that's total travel time, 15 hours? Yeah, 15 hours on the plane. Oh, that's crazy. So the waiting, waiting yeah. for the luggage, waiting for the plane and all this, it's... They make you want you to be there for international three hours early. And I definitely didn't want my sneakers going missing, you know. So I had air tags and all my luggages. And I was like, shit, better be getting on the plane. That's crazy. Yeah, 15 hours is nuts. I thought Honolulu was bad. Honolulu is like six hours for me. And I'm, you know, <laughs> you know I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. 15, man. When I hear when I hear 15, I, like anything above to me, like seven hours. Yeah. I'm just not with it. I did Vegas. Vegas is about five and a half from us in Canada. Okay. I was dying. Yeah, I was dying. I can't I can't do them on flights, man. So I won't be going international for sure. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Oh, man, just, you got to come to Hong Kong. I don't, I don't know, bro. That's awesome. I'll come visit you, Kali. Pop come some gravel you. and, you know, pass out. 
<laughs> I was gonna do that, but you know what? I had so much camera gear and expensive shit on. Yeah, me, you don't want to. I didn't asleep. want the cancer of falling asleep and waking up like, "Where the fuck is my shit?" Fall asleep, hold imagine it, and just like like wrap your arms around it. Yo, and go right to imagine, sleep. imagine someone steals your shit on flight, like fifteen hours. What? How would you, you possibly yeah. hide that? Like, where are you going? <laughs> no, it's but yo, shit is crazy it. though. Shit is crazy. So you, I don't push it past nobody. So yeah. it's possible. I, I can't sleep sitting up in the chair like that. Like I had leg space because I had the emergency exit, but like I just I can't sleep <laughs> like that. Yeah. I need to lay down. I can't. But even the emergency exit, I don't even know if I want to sit by that. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite. I can I can sleep at like anywhere. Give me a bus, a train, a plane. That's like true. I'm good. Like, I'm good. Uh, with the emergency exit, every time someone walked close to it, I was grilling them like, "You better not take that fucking." Oh, so I'm about gosh. to dash out of this scene, and knock you down. Like, There's a lot of seniors, and I'm like, "Y'all don't have much to live for." Like, I don't know. Right? Like, I got to get to my destination. I got call it me. with the Goldberg spear. Natural <laughs> selection. <laughs> fucking sweet chin music. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we're happy uh, you made Polly. it safely, Collie. Yeah, man. Glad you glad you're here though. Yes. Really a pleasant surprise. Yeah. yeah that shit sure. that shit must have just flew over my head, man. I don't remember you saying that. But I, I, I said it multiple weeks in a I row. know, I know you probably did. I'm not even saying you didn't. I just <laughs> nah, but you didn't say you were for sure though. So yeah. yeah. Okay, you're I'm not bugging then. I'm not yeah. bugging then, Kev. I thought I was bugging. You said you said you should be able to make it, but you didn't say it was a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome. Yes. Juan, how's it going? I'm good. Um, actually, I will confirm. Kali actually did kind of say he was be available in the beginning, and I heard that uh, part because yeah. So Kali, right. I got we'll I got that. you back on this one. Yeah, we'll I'd say until after <laughs> Chinese New Year. That's what I said. Yeah, we'll, we'll give him that. Sounds familiar. Yes. <laughs> and Rich, how's it going? Was good. I'm gonna say just before we start, them Eagles, Trev. Them Eagles. I don't have confidence they're going to win this Them weekend. boys is looking rough. Them boys is looking rough. Real rough. <laughs> real rough. And I love to see it. <laughs> uh, it's, it yeah, that's a, that's a real rough way to finish your season. I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, man. Shout out to the homie Pete, man. I'm feeling it for y'all. Uh, sad for y'all, but I'm not sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Eagles. wasted season. Fuck the Eagles. Oh, Overrated. Here we go, man. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, let the games let, begin. Man. Yeah, you already know. We yeah. got we got to get first right division into that. In first division in the yeah, league. We got to get right into that shit. Well, but. hang on. We'll let you ask your question in a second, Rich. So uh, we have a guest with us on the podcast this week. So we're joined by D, one handsome underscore V on Instagram. I, when Rich actually put you in the chat, I was like, I, I've, I feel like we've been following this guy for a long, long time. Yeah, I've yeah. been following for a minute. Yeah, Doug got a dope sneaker collection. And I think our first guest from Arizona, if I'm correct. Oh, really? No. Yes, no, yeah, you not. actually are. Yeah, so you represent yeah, you the entire are. sneaker scene in Arizona. So no, no pressure. Please, please don't say that. <laughs> please don't. I repeat, please don't say that. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I think AZ, I think yeah, it's our first guest from AZ, for sure. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, we appreciate yeah, you jumping on with us, Steven. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, definitely. I've uh, been following you guys for a while as well and appreciate the opportunity. Yes, sir. Yeah, Yo, uh, NFL team. Cardinals. Oh, yeah, so let's get, the, let's get the Colts <laughs> shit out the way. Come on, man. All, all that. All you know the what? Colts, the Colts, I can't Colts even, I can't even be mad at them. I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even going to, you know, take any, you know, any jabs. They played. They played a good one. You could be a Jaguars <laughs> fan and have I'm so oh, man. Uh, 
I, I thought the Eagles' fall off was bad. Yeah, that yeah, was the bad. Jags was was yeah, bad. Yeah, that was a choke. I mean, that was bad. Lawrence just didn't come back correctly. He's probably still injured when he came back. So, I mean, sure. I don't. I don't you blame can't, him. You can't even do that bl- when you're comparing the Eagles. Hertz is so hurt right now. It's not even funny. He never went out. He's playing like an idiot. So Lawrence also yeah. played just like Lawrence, Lawrence. played. Though. Lawrence, played Lawrence was out. And Lawrence then played. He not came out. back and no, he, he was not. He yeah. was out, wasn't he? Was nope. he out for three weeks? No, 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 no. 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 He didn't I think he sat out one game. He, he, he came out after one game. Yeah, yeah, and then came back. I mean, he should have just sat out. Should just sat out, man. But yeah, that was they had, that they had the one seed at the beginning of December, and then whoop, yeah. yeah, done. Yeah. Go on, just like that. Hey, but, but I'll take it. Fuck them, you know. I yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. Man. I'll take it. Man. Oh man, excited for playoffs though. Definitely, yeah, my sure. steel, my Steelers got in. We just scooched, scooched by. So you know, I'm happy. It still I'm doesn't happy. seem real that that happened. I just oh, I, it does. I, it does, man. What do you mean? I mean, like it's it great. Like I'm happy for you. I just like it just doesn't seem does. real that that team is it's, it's beautiful. In. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, what's crazy is every time every time I see the Steelers, it's like they lose. So it's like, how are they even the playoffs? Every time I see them, they're losing. <laughs> every time it's like you, they played so horribly, and it's like, how did we get to this point? Yeah, man, we here, man, black and yellow. No, man, that's but... that's a test. That's a testament to the defense and to the like to the Definitely. offense being able to squeak it out. Tomlin is a yeah, hell of a coach, man. That's why I love Pittsburgh, man. They just they just they gritty, man. So yeah. it's just I fucks with them. Yeah. All right. Enough for that, man. Yeah, I just yes. I just had to because yeah, the Eagles is looking crazy out here. So you know I can't let that rock. <laughs> not let that rock. And it would have been uh, great if you if you if you booked another Eagles guest, Rich. Like I know it'd be perfect. Oh, man. It'd have been perfect. It'd been perfect. Now, now Dean, just before we start, I have to ask: Did Rich ask you your football team before we you uh before he asked you to come on? No, no, nope. no, not yet, not yet. No, not yet, no, no. no. no I'm, I'm gonna always save that question. I'm okay, always saying that, that question for that the pod. That was supposed to be a yeah. prerequisite for any guests we had. Yeah. Going <laughs> okay, okay, I go like episode 100 or something like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> now nah, I'm, I'm gonna say that question for the pods, but all right, yeah, let's get into it. All right, so we'll start off with our weekly wears and pickups. So, Kev, why don't you begin? Yeah. Okay. So, lots of rain here in Hamilton. So, not a lot of wears. I did get some wears off. Jordan three, the 88 retro pair. I haven't actually rocked mm-hmm. my reimagined pair yet. Air Max one cobblestones. I rocked that Supreme Dunk Low, the red cement pair, the Iowa Dunk High, or I don't know, I just called the Wu-Tang Dunk. I, <laughs> I rocked that. And then also the, um, actually, I'm not an Air Force One kind of guy, but my wife's shoes were at the front door. <laughs> so I just wore those a couple times. It was her Air Force One, the white uh, Air Force One Supremes. She keeps them at the front door. So I just was kind of stealing them every once in a while when I was running errands. That was pretty much in terms of my wares. In terms of pickups, I just had a small mini haul. Actually, I was I had to grab a gift for somebody. So I bought a few things off Parlor 23. So shout out to Parlor 23. Bought a NetMag kick brick off um, Parlor 23. But I also grabbed a couple other things. Whenever I'm on that site, it's always trouble because my goal is just to get something for somebody and then I end up getting a bunch of other shit. But I got the Money Cat t-shirt for the kids. So I had got, got oh. one for my son. I also got this Air Max One mug. So he did a bunch of those mugs. I remember that. Cop a pair of the track pants that he dropped at SneakerCon, and I kind of feel stupid about it because I should have just bought them together when uh, they were available at SneakerCon because I got the gray hoodie, 
but the gray is not available in the pants now in, in my size. So I ended up getting the black. So I have kind of a mismatched set, but uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, at least you weren't there though. I, I was there, there yeah. and I ended up buying the black kitty shirt like m- weeks after. Like, fuck, I guess I should have bought it while I was there. <laughs> <Yeah>. but... <laughs> I got those pants. I got, oh, and then I got this too. Oh, this has actually got some weight on it, but it's a Jordan 4 sneaker planter. And I think it's made out of like concrete or something because it's fucking heavy. It's like eight pounds or something. But anyways, those are not made by Parlor 23. I believe they're made by one of his homies. Uh, They run a company called Bandits uh, in Toronto. So I caught that. But as usual, you know, he throws in a bunch of extra shit too. So I feel like I get a little bit of preferential treatment from Jaron when he sees my name when I make orders. So he sent me this calendar, 2024 calendar as well. Actually, he sent me an, an additional mug. So a dunk one, one with all the dunks on it. Gave me a shit ton of air fresheners, a shit ton of stickers. What else did he give me? Most importantly, what was it that he threw in with that? Oh, yeah. He also threw in a hang tag as well, which had my Google review on it, which was super dope. So he had this idea of for his apparel, he had the hang tags, but he puts all different Google reviews on the hang tags, right? But he threw in the one that I had written for his shop. So shout out to Parlor 23. Always, uh, you know, I always say it every every time I shout them out. But uh, yeah, Jaren's always just like taking care of the community, man. And oh, the, and, and also the other main reason why I like to shop with Parlor 23 is their shipping is like extremely fast. I literally put in the order on Thursday, I think, and then it came to me on Friday morning. So pretty crazy. But yeah, that was my week. Good week, Kev. I know when we were at uh, SneakerCon and I got the, uh, whatever I got for you, the hoodie, I think it was. I was like, oh, I'm buying this for Kev. And they're like, oh my God, we don't have a, a hang tag to give him. Like, he, he's got the Google <laughs> review on this. Like, if the least we could do is give him a hang tag. Yeah. No, it was nice of him to make sure that I got one this time because I want to just like put it in one of my display cases or something because I just think it's super cool that he did that. Yeah, that is, man. That's dope as hell. Very yeah. smart, too. Very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good week, Kev. Collie, what about you? Okay, so obviously, uh, you know, I've been wearing black on black Ultra Boost a lot. It's just my beater, my go-to. On the flight, I wore the Wave Runners because I wanted something comfortable. And also, it's one of the more bulkier shoes I had. So to take that out of the luggage to put in more sneakers was a good idea. And then when I got back, I opened some of my sneakers that were already here again. So I'm actually kind of happy I didn't buy them, the Playoff 8s again, because my pair is not that bad. It's it's a little stiff, but I got some Jason Marks on the way, and uh, I'll clean them up a bit, and uh, nice. they're not that bad. I also wear um, uh, my patent leather fours, the the red pair. Should have got these for me years, years ago. So I got about them joints. Yeah, man, I still like them. They just they're a solid pair. They go good with black jeans and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know, the whole patent leather in red just for some reason for me works. And uh, also my old old beaters, my Yeezy Moon Rocks, man, the three fifty Moon Rocks. They haven't re-released these, and they probably never will because you know the whole Kanye thing is over with. So I got my pirate blacks in my luggage. I got my turtle doves in my luggage, and now I got these beat up Moon Rocks. Just keep around, having the collection, whatever. But yeah, it's good. Um, my seven fifties, uh, the all blacks are around somewhere too, but they really need. You still had those shits? So, so, yeah, I have them. I even I thought you got rid of them. No, no, they're just they're stuck in Canada. So yeah, they're still. Oh, okay. shit. I'm a fan yeah, I didn't know you saw. Then, yeah, I didn't know you still the, had those. I have my uh, um, uh, Balenciaga arenas though. The Balenciagas, uh, so yeah. 
Yeah, these things, the leather is phenomenal on them still. It just they also really need a cleaning as well. So I haven't worn those, but been looking through them. And then obviously this pair, uh, the dunks yellowed quite a bit, but there's a uh, Christmas dunk. Oh, shit. Pretty good, yeah. though. Yeah, just got to clean those up as well. Yeah, I'm ready for next Christmas and other stuff. And, but yeah, that that was it. It's, uh, and pickups, I just bought uh, sneaker storage. I I really, really wanted to get clear drop-through boxes, but my wife just was not having that shit. Their house is pretty uh-huh. small. Like, this is the main room we're in. Our fridges are over there. We got one bedroom, got a squatted toilet and stuff. And so not a lot of space. So she didn't want to be looking at my sneakers like that all the time. So I got like a, a wooden cabinet type thing that's meant for sneakers. It technically has more space in it. So I'll be fine with that. And, and the wooden cabinet thing, you know, in Canada, probably cost three, four hundred dollars. Here it was 40 bucks. So it's wow, like, nice. oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Makes sense. Yeah, when yeah. it's made in China, it's actually just like right around the corner. I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah. just go pick that no, shit up man, from the, you know, the manufacturer. The distance, it's from a place called Yiwu, which is probably, if you're looking from Toronto, same distance as Toronto to maybe Alberta, near of it, closer oh, to shit. Vancouver. Okay. Like, it's a long way away. Still but, closer I than mean, shipping it 15 hours. I was, I was about to say, yeah. still local. It's local. <laughs> yeah, Every, it's still local. Everything, <laughs> everything here now is electric. There's hundreds of electric e-bikes everywhere. Everyone has one. So it's a little congested with those. But like to take a taxi, like an Uber, they have Uber Express. It's electric. To like go from like Toronto to Hamilton costs you five bucks. What? That's insane. Because everything's electric and the uh, the companies own the cars and the drivers make like little, little money on the dollar. But I mean, it's That's crazy. Five money goes a long way here, right? So it's. Oh, fuck. Good yeah. for you have your back with your sneaker collection too right you got it all together in one place now yeah so, uh, did you get vomit on the shoes actually i gotta ask when you no, no, I didn't get it. bro i'm a professional i know how to spread my legs and go between you know no splatter drinking no you splatter backwards man it's almost like you know when they tell you if the plane's gonna crash you gotta put your hands between your knees and like face downwards like you do that years of drinking in university and stuff i learned like when you're walking down the street with the boys you just don't do over to the side because then you're getting your leg inside. If you spread the legs in between, it's, it's you know, you're leaving a trail like a snail. It doesn't get on the sneakers. No. Kali should have like some Kali's kind of a vomiting tip. seminar. Pro tip. Right. Yeah, Kali's pro tip. I'm going to do a pro TED tip. talk on vomiting. There you go. Kali's pro tip. Oh, crazy. Good shit though, Kali. Glad yeah. you're home and glad. Yeah, those pairs, man, are still kicking. So yeah. that's dope. Nice. Juan, what about you? Uh, not too much. Uh, in terms of wares, I wore the top three Jordan ones, the high community garden dunks, and the black toe Jordan one low. And then for cops, I can't mention it until Kev tells me he has it in his possession. I did buy something decent, something nice. Kev knows what it is, but until Kev's holding it, uh, then he'll let you know. But I've already purchased it. It's in town, so you Kev will let me know once he has it. I'll so, get that so too. You bought yeah. it from like eBay Canada and sent it to Kev. So it's like the reverse. No, we bought it off one of our local our seller, good friends, yeah. a local, uh, yeah. local friend of the pod, a friend of the pod, if good friend of the pod. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm yeah, excited to, to I'm see what that is. See. Yeah. Yeah. See what that is. I'll make sure to get that out to you as soon as I get it in hand. I think yeah. I have an idea, but I'll keep I'll keep quiet on that. I've, I've got <laughs> a thought as well, but I'll, yeah. I'll wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good week one. D, what about you? What have you been rocking this week? And uh, any pickups in the last month or so? I hit on the sneakers app for the Bubbles Powerpuff Girl. Mm-hmm. Hey, nice. Dope. Yeah, so Dope. that was nice. I didn't go for the reverse Grinches. 
So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I left, left those on the table. But uh no, that's uh that was my last pickup. Uh recent wares. I've been trying to get a lot of my older stuff out of the way, man. So uh I'm really big on 2006 being like the the year for sneakers for me at least i repeat for me uh all all the purists out there but uh, Uh, disclaimer yeah yeah but uh i think all across like you know all brands i think 2006 really cemented a lot of stuff in my collection at least but 2006 grape fives the ls edition Mm, 2008 zoom tray sb ad's so just trying to just get my older stuff out of the way and still wear it while it's still wearable, you know, sure. a couple of years, uh, those just sitting in the box and it's done. So I'd like try and recycle every two or three years, at least something, pull it out something. So mm-hmm. that's been my recent stuff. Nice, nice. They're holding up okay, though. I was about to say, yes. how, how's that grape holding up? That grape, that grape five? Very, very good. good. Small, small cracks around the bubble, but. They're still holding up fine. I mean, I put good steps in them the other day before I took some pictures. So still holding up, man. If you wear your shit, it'll hold up for us. Yes, sir. People, man. Wear your kicks. Yeah. Dope. Good nice. week. Good week. Yeah. Nice. And then you can, you can, too. Yeah, can, never, yeah, you can never complain about a sneakers W, man. Yeah. It don't sure. come often. Sure. It don't come often. But when you yeah, hit, it's always nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I finally get to use the sneakers app for the first time yeah, in my yeah. life. Uh, oh, you. man. No way. They don't have it uh, where you're located, huh? They, we don't have it in Canada. in Canada. No, we don't get it in Canada. No, we go Probably the because we share stock oh. with the Netherlands for some reason. But yeah, yeah um, their website, I finally got Sneakers China. And it's interesting. I was going to yeah. buy the Chinese New Year Nike shirt, but then I, like, you know, I'm in China, I'm a splurge, and I went and bought the Amiri one, so I kind of, uh... Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like, fuck Nike, I want designer yeah, shit. There you go. <laughs> good week, though, D. Yeah, good week, though, D. Appreciate it. Thank you. So no pickups from me this week, and kind of similar to Kev, it's been really crappy weather-wise here, so I have not worn very much this last week. Air Max 90 Infrareds, my beater pair. I have an old pair of they're probably like 14 years old at this point. Air Max 90 Black Infrared, just basically an inverse of the white infrared pair. It was a general release pair years ago, so nothing super special on those. Air Max 90 Duck Camo, the 2.0 version. Nice. I have a pair, Collie. I don't know if you remember this pair that I got off of you. Air Max 90 ACG. It's like a Phoenix Suns colorway, gray, purple, and orange. Yeah, I remember. You got it for like 40 bucks or something or less. Dude, might have been twenty nine ninety nine or something like that even. I feel like it was a little more expensive than that, but around that ballpark, yeah. Maybe 30 or 40 bucks, something like that. So took those out for a spin. Air Jordan 3 Black Cement. I brought out the first pair of sneakers I ever bought with my own money. A white and black Air Force One that is probably 16 or 17 years old. Nice. Just a white midsole and all black upper. Nothing special about them at all, but it was you. You all know what the weather was like on Tuesday, so I was not interested in bringing much out. <laughs> it's not good, yeah. Yeah, weird mix of rain, snow, snow, and, and sleet, yeah. freezing rain. Yeah, it was. It was gross. pretty much pretty much Canada. Yeah, it just lumped yeah. up in the fucking day. It was gross. <laughs> and I wore today my Air Max nineties, another general release pair, navy and gray. So nothing. I really did not have a very special week when it came to sneakers. And weather was shit. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Dope. All right, Rich, you get to close us off. Yeah, same thing. Weather was crap. 
couldn't even wear my Crocs, man, just because Lorena didn't <laughs> didn't even allow it. So just uh panda dunks, that's my at the door pair. And then I actually wore the Amama Year Fives, the dust pair, I believe it is. Because the dawn is the black, correct? Dawn is the white. The dawn is the white. I think. I, think I can't. Dawn even, is man, white. I wore the fucking white pair. You wore the white. I can't white. even. Yeah, I can't <laughs> even do the dust to the dawn shit. Anyhow, yeah, I wore the white pair for the last couple of days. Actually, last three days, and that's pretty much it, man. No, no pickups. Holding strong with that. I will say though, I need those fucking Air Max ninety infrared Gore Tex. I need them joints. Well, uh, I, think oh, I think they're coming so out this week. So, everywhere. yeah, I, think I thought they, are, they sold out already. Yeah, I think they already, they already released. I think they already released. So, I'm, I'll wait. Yeah, I'm not touching. I'm just saying I need them. So, yeah, but no, when I was in Canada, I saw them too because I saw the UK release and I was like, okay, I want these. And I looked everywhere and nowhere had them. And But they were like reselling already. And I was like, fuck, they're really reselling for that much? Like, was it that limited of a drop? Jeez. Nah, those um, prices should come down. Yeah, they should. I was about to say that. So, those don't come down. But, um, definitely need that pair because I wouldn't mind rocking that during the winter. So, it is clean. But yeah, yeah. clean. Yeah, no pickups. Like I said, the weather was shit, so really couldn't pull nothing crazy off. But that was my week. Nope. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think sneaker season might be over for us soon. I mean, I'm still trying to get some stuff off when when I can, possibly. But that snow's coming, man. That snow's coming. I'm and telling you, once once I bring the Tims out, I already know that's like <laughs> the, the you know the calling. I know I'm gonna start putting them kicks out. I got a really good kick out of the fact that Coley left and we immediately got the crappy weather that he always complains <laughs> yeah. about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we we got it pretty good. I mean, sneaker yeah. season, season was extended for, for a lot longer than I thought it was going to be this year. But uh, yeah, I think it might be time to start putting away the, at least those suede and new buck ones or whatever. Maybe, you know, yeah. keep those leather ones out or maybe even if you get a Gore-Tex pair, Rich, you can rock those too. Yeah. But um, uh-huh. yeah. So yeah, let's get into it. We have D or or he goes by one handsome underscore V on Instagram. Appreciate you joining us. He's all the way out in Arizona. So thank you for accommodating the time change as well. But uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your sneaker journey? So uh, where did your sneaker journey begin? So um, tell us a bit about some of the brands, uh, models and colorways that got you into sneakers. I mean, to be honest is, you know, I kind of have a similar story to, I wouldn't say most, but some, uh, you know, my mom was this single parent for the most part and there was a lot of payless up until you know seven or eight and going back and looking at back on things now like where the sneaker culture is now it's like man i miss those days it was less shit man but uh, yeah <laughs> it's true but, but yeah so for me sneakers i found out that sneakers kind of mattered like when i was like seven or eight i remember going to school and i had a all blue pair of champions on man when I kid you not, from the from the time from the time that I walked into the school, the classroom, man, from the time I left that day, I was just teased, man. They just gave me hell. I was roasted up and down. Blue champions, blue shoes, blue shoes, this and that. And even at, at even of, at at, uh, at that age, age? Yes. yeah, wow. yeah, man, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It was just it, it was just like you know you just kind of realize that oh okay sneakers matter so. I guess you can kind of say it was a little PTSD <laughs> from, <laughs> from sneaker PTSD. From, yeah. yeah, man, for real. Like, you know, did I having, not say that about the bullying for fashion in school? Like, it is PTSD. Yeah. Like, the shit's real, bro. It's it's, mm-hmm. and and it, I, you know, I don't really consider it as bullying. I just think obviously it's a situation where at that maturity level, 
you know, even for them, it was important. So people, you know, they understand colors. It wasn't even really about the brand. It was, you know, it wasn't that it was champion. It was that it was all blue. They were, you know, it was all blue shoes, blue shoes. So mm-hmm. yeah. I would probably say that was one of the main experiences when I was younger that it was like, oh, okay, you know, sneakers mattered. And as I got older and was able to, you know, work on my own, buy my own stuff, you know, that's really where a lot of the money, a lot of the early money. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do much, man. I didn't go party. You know, I worked, got a good construction job early on. Man, shit, man. Just a lot of shoes, a lot of shoes, man. So, yeah, I'd say that those are the main experience that I would say that why I'm in sneakers, yeah. Yeah. What were some of those brands, though? I mean, like, so the champion, obviously, you know, you had a little bit of PTSD, but, uh, you know, what was that sneaker that maybe caught your eye and you're like, "Mm, I kind of want that pair. Or like, you know, when you were able to buy your own sneakers, like, what was that first pair that you copped? I mean, if you can remember. I I remember the Forest Green 14. That was was a great pair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was big for me. Love Uh, that pair. I remember buying that day. I had a friend, my best friend, his name is Steph. His dad, I'd probably say he would be my, the sneaker guru, I would say. I just remember us going, you know, to different malls. And I was young, not crazy young, but, you know, 15, 16. And he'd pick us up for the weekend and there would be a release. And we just go to these different malls and he has it in with all these, you know, uh, GMs and they have his name on the boxes. And I'm just like... (laughs) holy fuck like this shit is real like this is like this is it like this is what i'm this is what i'm looking for so he definitely a major influence for me shout out to nutso in case he ever watches this uh podcast but, or listens but absolutely man that experience kind of shaped how you go for quality over quantity and i guess right. that's yeah, yeah that's what i'm really big on my collection is really big on that not really big on having 50 colorways of Jordan 1s. No offense to anyone that does that, but I'm just uh, really about diversity, finding stuff that people really don't care about or forgotten, things like that. So that's really what my collection is, just a cornucopia of shit that people don't like and shit that people really do like and mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. a mix of that, man. So but that's where the- I'm at. Yeah, but I think the important thing is that it's all stuff that you like, right? And the uh, stuff that you would rock, right? Of course. Which is, I think that's the most important thing. But I guess it's safe to say that, you know, right from the get-go was, you know, maybe Jordans that caught your eye, got you into the sneakers, right? You had a a little bit of an influence with your best friend's dad. Yeah. Sounds like he was like the plug almost, right? Absolutely. (laughs) But what was it like? I mean, were you born and raised in Arizona? Born in St. Louis, Missouri. Came Mm -hmm. to Arizona when I was very very young so okay i consider you know i consider arizona to be home for me right but the sneaker part of your life was all pretty much arizona right like sure, uh, sure. yeah for a good um, majority, yeah so with, with that being said then what did you notice about sneakers when you're growing up like was it easy to get sneakers i mean you had your friend's dad but like how about for everybody else like were they able to just go to the malls were they able, um, like were there uh was there a big uh, uh demand for sneakers back when you were growing up I think so. You know, I think that the revival of the mid 2000s for us, we were camping at malls, you know, we were doing all the in the trenches, I would say for sneakers, you know, following whatever blog that we could find, whatever tip that we could find anywhere that we would just go off and Dornbeckers, I think they were coming out. We had a nice Nike out in Scottsdale. So just kind of navigating through the hoops of not being big on social media 
Yeah. But, you know, having who you know, you know, what did they say? Whispers here, whispers there, stuff like that. I think that that definitely helped. But yeah, that's really for me, like I said, the main influence of where I'm at. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like, uh, you know, everyone was kind of into sneakers. I, I guess maybe much more so than Canada. Like when we were growing up here, I mean, there wasn't that much demand. I think mainly because, you know, we didn't get as much stuff as the U.S. did. But, you know, it's it's always crazy to hear, uh, like when we hear from, from our other guests uh, from the U.S. or even from Rich and Juan, just how important sneakers was or, you know, just how, how into sneakers were people were yeah. in the U.S. That, you know, there was lineups and campouts and all that stuff well before, you know, we ever knew anything about that in, in Canada or that happening in Canada. But, you know, fast forward to now, what would you say the sneaker culture is like in Arizona? Like, if it was already like that then, like, I can't imagine it being like now must be blown up exponentially. I think, I think for the season collector, it's a great time because I wouldn't say... Uh, new collectors or new people that are just getting into sneakers, they're going for, you know, the Travis Scott's, the more hyped up Jordans and things like that. But sure, the more yeah. seasoned collector, we're on eBay. We're looking for stuff that came out, you know, a long time ago and deals. And I think now more than ever, people that have held on to that stuff, they're willing to let it go right. for the right price. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, like eBay is one of those places you can, you know, we we do a lot of, you know, treasure hunts with eBay as well. We we did segments with that. And nice. you're right. Like it's one of those things where, you know, some people are, you know, maybe getting rid of some of their collection or, you know, maybe they're moving on from sure. know, certain pairs, but perfect for guys like you. You just go on eBay, you have your watch list, things pop up, et cetera. You're able to get stuff for a decent price that people are willing to let go. But yeah, I mean, like it's changed a lot, you know, I guess globally, right? You know, you talked about earlier uh, hitting your sneakers W for that Powerpuff pair, sure, right? Yeah. Like the demand is just so high that it doesn't matter where you are now, US, uh, Canada, you know, colleagues in China, everywhere now, it's hard to get sneakers. So I feel like it's grown so much that, um, you know, in, in a positive way, but then also the negative side of things is that, yes. you know, you're fighting everybody else to get the yes. same pairs too. Right. And so, not only that, man, you know, the authentication process has really taken a big hit out of here. I think that for me, I can really only speak for me when I'm buying a shoe, I'm not knowing if it's real or fake, right. I'm right. buying the shoe from, the person and that's the person that you know i'm basing my faith i guess if you will all sure, my yeah. faith is going into this particular person that you're selling me an authentic product i don't have to double check i don't have to you know trace it but after the end of the day you do because even with ebay man i'll tell you i was just at fucking complex con in november and i'm walking back to my hotel man my wife she's all did you just hear what the person just said? I said, no, I didn't. Uh, you know, I'm a couple drinks in. I'm ready to go to sleep. And she's like, yeah, so the, the kid that just walked by us in the hotel lobby, he, he's all, it doesn't matter. Just throw an eBay tag on it. No, I'm, damn. Just thinking, <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, like, what? So, you know, it's all about the process, right? The process of what you're paying, who you're getting it for, what entity, you know, if you're going through Goat, if you're going through eBay. You're trusting that these people know what they're doing and you're getting what you're paying for. Yeah, no, for sure. And, so uh, that's, I was at that's the market the other... yesterday and some scary, scary, really good quality shit. The Alma Fives, man, the raised, it was like really scary how good it was. I didn't see the boxes, but it was 
crazier than it was three years, four years ago. It's yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So that's my state of sneakers. Like I'm trying to look for nowadays, especially just older stuff that I don't really feel that they were running reps on. You know what I mean? I think that yeah. back in that yeah. point in time, this yeah. just it wasn't what it is now. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think you know. As, as as a consumer, right, and especially in this landscape too, it's always important actually to do your due diligence too, sure. right? You put your trust into, into whether it's eBay, GOAT, StockX, or whatever platform you, you decide to use, you're putting your faith into whoever that authenticator is. You're putting your faith right. into the sellers, whatever the case is, but you also should be doing your research, due diligence, making sure that you know what you're purchasing as well but it is scary like colin mentioned like he's in china now and he can see like fakes you know on a daily like you know he's he's actually he lives in the land of the fakes right so they're constantly trying to improve those uh, fakes because there is such huge demand there are people that are selling sneakers for way more than what they cost retail so you know there's an opportunity for people to make money and at the same time, you know, you're in a, in a space where, you know, there could be kids out there that are just trying to take advantage of people that maybe not know, well, not sure. know better, right? So, yeah, that is a good point, D. Like, I mean, it's honestly, it's, it is scary, you know, where we're, where we're at now. The culture has changed quite a bit, um, sometimes for the good, but then, you know, in those cases, not as good, right? But let's discuss a little bit about your collection because you, you mentioned you're diverse. Uh, you have a diverse collection. You like the variety. You like things that people don't like. So I'm interested to hear what that's all about. So are you loyal to one brand? I know you mentioned Jordan was what got you into it, but is that the only brand of sneakers that you rock or is there a bunch of different No, I'm, I'm partial to the swoosh like most of us, but I have a lot of other stuff. You know, I'm big on diversity, Deodora, Saucony, mm-hmm. um, you know, the older spot built Sauc- uh, Saucony stuff, Matumbo's. Nice. Just trying to think of other stuff. I I, I don't know, man. Adidas, but I I, I think I've I think I cover all the bases for the most part because I'm not sure where you guys are, but here, you know, there's a lot of parody. You go to sneaker cons here, it's the same shoes on every table. Yeah. People are yep. wearing the same shoes that same are on shit. the tables. It's like you're seeing the same things over and over and over and constantly. And you know, growing up in my era from when I started collecting, that's the furthest thing that I want to be uh, associated uh-huh. with. So a lot of different brands in the collection. Uh, I don't discriminate whatsoever. You know, if I like it, I like it. If it's dope, it's dope. I don't care, you know, if it costs a thousand dollars, if it costs twenty dollars. I'm just right. a fan of dope shit. Yeah, no, I think that's important. And you know, you talked about newer collectors or, you know, newer sneaker enthusiasts about just what they buy and that sort of thing too. And I think that's one of the most important things and we preach it all the time too, is, you know, wear what you like. Price shouldn't dictate what you like. And I feel like a lot of people do that now. You know, it has to be like a super hype pair. It has to be over a thousand dollars, you know, it has to be whatever the case is. But does that really mean that you like the sneaker just because it's expensive or you buying it because everybody else likes it or there's hype around it or it's limited or whatever the case is. Right. So I like that you mentioned that because I think people start, you know, start to lose that part of appreciating sneakers, just, you know, mainly putting a price tag on what they like, right? Sure. I think it it skews your judgment, really. You know, you're passing up a lot of pairs just because of the GR, just Uh because it's an Uh outlet pair, or, you know, just because, you know, there's no hype around it, right? And I feel like, you know, GRs now are, are, are almost like the new limited sneakers because, Nobody wants a GR pair. So you end up being the only people that are rocking it 
because nobody else wants to rock those. And I love that about GRs actually. So, yeah. you know, I feel like, you know, you can walk into your local mom and pop shops, foot lockers, boutiques, whatever the case is, and find those gems every once in a while. Indeed, as well. You talked about the 2006 here, right? The, yes. the lifestyle pairs that came out, right? Yes. Uh, burgundy, olive. What am I missing? There's another Peapods. 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 Crazy. Yeah. Think about all that stuff that came out at that time that was exactly in that era where it was sitting, no one wanted it. And all sure. those pairs are now getting retro because yeah, there was true. A, yeah. Right? Yeah. Everything comes full comes full circle. Full but circle. I like that's always the thing that I think of too is just because a pair is sitting doesn't make it dope or not like a brick, right? Like it can yeah. still be a good pair, right? And I mean, a couple of years down the line, people could come back to it and be like, wow, that's really dope. Like I regret sleeping on that. Like Kevin and I are big Air Max guys, right? So right now this time for Air Maxes is fantastic because everything is sitting and there's some really, really dope pairs that just no one's paying any attention to. But I also, I also think too, like, the, like I hate to talk about resellers, but just in terms of reselling, you know, people look at if if you can't make monetary, you know, if it doesn't have a monetary value in terms of resale, people consider them as bricks. And I, I just, I can't understand that concept because it's like, prime example, that reimagined Royal. I love that shoe, right? And they're just sitting, they're on sale and it, they're just considered bricks. And I'm just like, why? Because you can't make money off of them? Like, right. so it's just that concept is just, it doesn't resonate with me because that's just not my thought process. I do understand it, but it's so far-fetched to me that you would consider a shoe just like we ain't going to touch it because we can't make money off of it. You know, everything else aside, because you look at the shoe, like in my opinion, dope shoe. Love the take they did on it, but because you can't make money, it, it's nothing. But that's fine. I'll take it. Because like I said, the prices yeah. are great. For people, for for guys like myself, I mean, probably even UD, like right now I'm like, I'm just smiling because it's taking me back to that time where I could walk into a shoe store and just pick up a pair Right. And not have to jump through hula hoops to fucking get it. So, like, I, I, I'm loving it just in terms of this time. And I'm going to take full advantage because, as we know, shit can change in an instant, you know, flick of the finger. So the concept to me, like I said, is just it's very bizarre, but I understand it. And to your point as well, like with the sneaker conventions, we spoke about that before, too. You know, you go to everybody, dunks, easies, easy slides, this. And I'm just like, where is the variety of sneakers like we were doing we've been doing shows and attending shows forever and i remember when we first started going and you just got to see like the mix of sneakers and you know Samples, just peas crazy sam- like pe- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're finding gems like shit you don't see often or you're finding those obscure pairs you know that you've been looking for i i prided myself like in terms of shows like my intention was to go there to find i love the older stuff right so looking for those gems and then like as the years you know went on every table is a carbon copy of each other and it's just like this is this is not fun no more because it's like I, I don't care about those like where where is these you know these pairs that we're really looking for where where's the the mashup of things out there and, and like your point as well people wearing the same shit i've always made it a point to whenever i went to a convention i want to wear something i know nobody's gonna have on whether that be a jordan 21 you know i remember one year i rocked the psny 15s you know just shit that you're not going to see I don't want to walk around and everybody got the same damn shoe on. So I was like, let me bring something out where it's like, you know, for those dudes who really know what's up, they're going to stop me and be like, yo, I like those. You know what I mean? So, and there's plenty of times that I got that, you know, I'm wearing these pairs that they're not highly regarded. They're not, you know, the top of the top, but for the, for the collectors who know what it is, you know, I get those compliments and I think that's always important, but the game is what it is. I'm not going to knock it, but uh, I, I just think like, yeah, like there, there are a lot of pairs out there and, because it it's it doesn't have a resale value, 
that shouldn't dictate what the shoe is. So I think the resellers took a hit, right? Like you know, oh, hundred percent. Couple couple years ago, people had a lot of money to spend. Mm-hmm. Now they're a little bit more frugal with their decisions, and you know they're not going to buy your Jordan Black Cement for six hundred fifty dollars just because you know. It's very yeah, true. Because yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Shops everywhere. I think it's taking a hit in terms of you know what they're what they're willing to buy. I think you could take anything into a sneaker reseller shop and they buying it. You know now a little bit more selective, and even just people that are buying shoes are becoming really selective with it. Inflation is real, man. You know, man, <laughs> <laughs> it's real, man. Buy that food. The sneakers could wait. You got to eat. I'm spending I, that I, food I, money I went, on sneakers. Uh, I went to the movies. Uh... Me and my, my wife on uh, Sunday, man, just to go see. Uh, I went to go see American Fiction, mm. but it was like seventy five dollars. Two movie tickets, popcorn, popcorn, I'm a, I'm a popcorn. I got mozzarella sticks, a drink. I'm a fucking rewards member. I'm like, it's still seventy five. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Shit is crazy. They like fuck your rewards. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. need that money. <laughs> fuck your rewards. I'm yeah. telling you. I tell the wife. I said, get the big pocketbook. You know, we're going we gonna to make that popcorn at home. We're going to hit the dollar store. Right. We're going to get the chocolates. We're going to get the juice. You know, wrong, and, and we good money. But I get it. You know, sometimes you want to go out and it's like, I don't want to do all of that. I want to be able to sure. go and, you know, go to the vendor and get the popcorn and all that. But $75? It's Come crazy. on. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. And people, you crazy. know, people are treat, treating the same way with sneakers too, right? Like, as a consumer or like as a, an attendee at a, at a, at a show, a sneaker show, or even at a shop, wherever the case is, I don't want to walk into this every, you know, different shop and just see the same thing. Like I, I'm, I'm not buying that. Right. And I think that's where a lot of this, the judgment is a little bit skewed in terms of what people want now, because I think people, people see what's popular and they kind of just like push it down everyone's throat. It's almost like, foam runners slides and dunks or whatever the case is like uh, panda dunks or whatever right and it's like like what rich is at it's like where's the variety where's the the diversity you know it's it, we're losing that too and and it's it's it, it was sad at, at one point i think it's kind of turning around now like we see a lot of other brands like we talked about in our sneaker of the year episode which is great because we had a couple guys on there talked about you know brands like new balance asics, ASICS uh, Saucony, uh, and all that other stuff nice. too right yeah, they're doing really so, nice stuff Exactly. So I feel like it's changing a little bit or the, the landscape's changing a little bit where it's starting to move a little bit more to diversity and different other brands or colorways and things like that and not just the same thing. But, you know, speaking of that too, you know, I peeped a little bit of, of your Instagram page and, and I noticed you throw a lot of uh, dope fits together. And, and I love the <laughs> fact that he does have like a variety of, of different sneakers, but that go with his fit and his style. So, you know, tell us a bit about your fashion and what you do when you're putting a uh, fit together. Like, are you thinking about the whole thing? Does it start with sneakers? Like, well, what is it when you're putting your fits together? I mean, to be honest, man, it's just a lot of over the years, just picking up stuff. I remember, you know, going to round two a few years ago when they were open and they had the vintage store next door to it out in uh, California and just picking up a couple shirts from there and, you know, wait a couple of years and you find a pair of shoes, you find a, a jacket or something like that that goes along with it. So it's a lot of picking. I don't really do too much consecutive stuff like a uh, right off the rack, as they say, at the malls and things like that. I don't do too much of that. So it's a lot of pecking order, a lot of, you know, just sitting around waiting until I, I need you. And then <laughs> it yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's like a but selective procurement process. It really is. It really <laughs> is. But in Arizona, man, it's 
you know, it's tough because we're hot for a good majority of the time. And we do have great weather, not necessarily now, but usually I'd say end of December all the way through mid-March, early April. Beautiful here. But then it just turns into hell on earth almost, man. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad, man. It, you know, you never really get used to it, even as long as I've been here. It's like, whew. But, you know, a lot of shorts, a lot of athletic you know, quick shoes and things like that. But you have to be careful what you're wearing, man, because it'll melt. It'll melt right off your feet. Like, yeah. seriously, oh, wow. it's true. Yeah, it's true. Like the pavement, like if you're outside 10 minutes, the glue, it'll come right off. So yeah. damn, it's one of those things, man, you have to be careful, you know, when you're here. So, I, you know, during those types of months when it gets really bad, it, we just kind of shut things down. You're either doing everything early in the morning or you're doing everything late at night, your grocery shop and your, you know, your sure. gas, whatever you need to do for the day. So that's really dictates, you know, my style of what I'm able to wear and things like that. But I do travel a good bit. So I make sure that I get my style and I'm able to get fits off and things like that when I can. So. Yeah, but and, and and like I know you mentioned, you know, you you have your own personal style, but does that play a huge role into what you're buying? Like, you do you generally buy things that are sneakers that go with your personal style, or are you just sort of buying sneakers and then changing up maybe your fits to fit that sneaker? I'm not gonna buy it if I don't see myself wearing it. You know, if I don't see myself even not now or even down the line, I don't buy my buy it if if I'm not gonna put it on. That's the reason I didn't go for the reverse wrenches. I just Mm. It just wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, sure. But, but at the end of the day, you know, someone else had an opportunity and I hope that they get the pair. So, but yeah, man, for me, I'm just really, if it works, it works. If it, you know, if it doesn't, it doesn't. At the end of the day, I know that I need to stop buying shit because I have plenty of stuff in my closet that I could wear. <laughs> <laughs> and I just continue to buy shit and it's mm-hmm. shirts and tees and denim and all types of stuff from years ago that I haven't even thought or touched it. But you know, it is what it is. I'll get to it. Yeah. Maybe something for 2024, like, you know, just <laughs> maybe getting rid of a few things that you sure. don't rock or maybe stopping uh, the purchase. I know Rich is doing a no cop January. He's attempting to at mm-hmm. least. Um, oh man. Okay. Okay. Easy. So uh, <laughs> I know we all, we all did it last year. I think Rich had a few loopholes, Kali would say, but you know, <laughs> nah, man. Yeah. I pulled yeah. that shit off. Kali told me shit. I pulled it off. Yeah, you didn't buy anything, but then like the first week you bought four. Like it's like, I didn't okay, buy anything. Okay, but it wasn't anyway, in January, man. It wasn't in January, man. It wasn't in January. I'm being good. I'm being good. But yeah, I think I think everyone needs to now that you know it's a new year. We always talk about resolutions a lot of stuff too. Yeah, like sometimes it's nice to just go into your collection, whether it's sneakers, clothing, stuff that you've accumulated, and maybe just kind of go through the things, donate, sell, whatever sure. it is. But I, I know you talked about uh, uh, older pairs, and I kind of want to get into that too because oh, Rich, we got to, we got to. I know Rich is a, Rich is a big <laughs> fan of the older retros too, and I know we didn't throw this question at you previously, but I think it's something that you could probably discuss pretty openly. But what are your thoughts? or what is your preference um are you taking og pairs you taking like older retros or are you taking the newer retros like what is your preference i know you talked about 2006 is your kind of golden era but i mean how does that affect what you're picking because there are some pairs right like let's just say your grape fives one day those may not hold up anymore right then your only option might be <laughs> or, what yeah one one day you might have to pick up the the new pair right the new retro so you can't necessarily cut one of them completely off because i feel like 
you, you know, you, they need each other. Yeah. They need each other. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to know what your thoughts are. Are you picking like, what are your thoughts? Older, sorry, OGs, I'm, older retros or the newer retros? I prefer the OGs, but I'm not, you know, going to completely, you know, neglect the newer pairs, uh, like the bread reimagined from the renderings and the stuff that I've seen, man, I'm really excited. I think that if it's what I personally think it is, I think it could be one of the greatest, you know, releases ever, but Ooh, okay. It, it all depends on you know if if the leather is the, what I think it is. If it's yeah. that that real subtle, real buttery leather leather that I'm used to. If I came from before, I don't I don't know, man. I don't yeah. Know. But yeah. I I wanna I wanna see what they come with. You know, I'm I'm not going to say oh OG or nothing. I don't believe in that. If right. something new comes and it works and it's better for me personally, I'll always take that. Yeah, I agree. That's my same thought process too, even with those fours. And I know a lot of people are like comparing it like OG or the reimagined. I'm like, look, that reimagined could change things. You know what I'm saying? So they can really change things. Can you think about that four? You could wear that shit all the time. The deterrent, at least for us, because of the weather, that new buck, you know, we got to put those away. You know, once the weather starts to get a little dicey. But to make it a leather, I'm just like, man, like you said, I I scream that same sentiment, man. It, 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 It could do something. And, and it, I'm not mad at it. That's the thing is, like, it could happen. You know what I mean? Like, and I know people like, oh, by default, you know, the OG. And I'm just like, no, nah, bump the brakes. Wait till we get these. And, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be singing a different tune. If they do them right, I think a lot of people are going to be switching up. I don't want to be disappointed. But if I am, you know, we still have the OG. But I'm 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 looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, because I mean, what are those things, too? Like, I, I feel like speaking on this topic. Like, for example, the lost and found Chicago's, right? A lot of people can't pay what the 2015 pair is going for, you know? So something like this that's coming out with a little bit of a twist on it, people are able to get a Chicago now for a reasonable price. So, and they're, and they're happy with how it turned out. Like, it actually has an OG look to it, which I think is is nice. But by dropping like 1500 Canadian or whatever the price that they're going for on a 2015 pair, that just doesn't sound something like uh-uh. something I would do right. personally, um, or uh-uh. even like an OG pair. Or then you got to think about wearability as well, right? Like if you're buying a sneaker, especially something that has an air bubble, right? Can you even wear it? Right? Is it going to hold up? So you got to go through a lot of work. Like I know Rich and I go to Kanatsky all the time. We get a lot of our pairs restored because we want to wear them, but it's mainly because we're also suckers for that, you know, older retro quality too. That quality. Uh, there's man. a pair, yeah. Like if there's a pair that comes out and I'm just not feeling the quality, like you know, we use the 2012 military blue as a good example because the quality on the nasty that work is, is nasty shit. Work. Right? Nothing like nasty the 2006. Work. Nothing like not like the 2006. Nothing. And I have the 2006, but it's falling apart. I can't wear it. Right. So the next option would be to take the 2012, but I'm not taking that option because the quality is just terrible. So. Like there's those kind of situations where it's like, man, it's so hard to not pick the newer retro. But when you have something like that, where the quality is just horrendous, you know, you either just hold off altogether or you put in the work to fix up your 2006 pair. Right. Sure. I mean, I can't hate on the new retros. Like I'm, I'm just looking at my collection and, and there are pairs that I have the retro version of that. I wish I could have the OG, but it just doesn't make sense to pay the amount to get an OG pair and then not be able to wear it or have to do all that work too to get it. And then, you know, on top of that, 
can you even find it in your size, right? Like those pairs are just getting harder and harder to find. So a lot of people just don't have the options. But yeah, I think uh, you make a good point though, D, in terms of just the game changing uh, as well. Like we're used to seeing a bread four in Nubuck, right? That's just, in our minds, that's what we're used to seeing. You see yeah. a leather and just all of a sudden people are like, no, nah, nah, I'm not feeling that. This is not going to work. But then the, I guess maybe the newer the newer heads, that might be something that they're used to and it might just change it all together, right? Like it could something be something that they may prefer too. Yeah. Exactly, right? Uh -huh. and, and I think I like that they're doing these kind of reimagined things. It might all might not work for everybody, but at the same time, like it could be something that could change the way that we see sneakers as well. True. So, but I guess just talking more about, I mean, it's a new year now, right? It's 2024. We're talking about these newer things. Would you like to see new models or colorways? Like, I don't know what your collection is like, but do you generally gravitate to retros or models that we've already seen? Or do you have things that like, you know, newer models? Like, let's say, for example, you know, like a, a New Balance 1906 or like New Balance is pushing out a lot of new models, right? Nike had, I don't know, let's take the Cactus Plant Flea Market. Uh, the Fleas, yeah. The Flea 2.0s. Like, sure. do you want to see them in like more innovation, things like that? Not a big fan of the fleas. I am a cactus plant flea market fan, but uh, I wasn't a fan of the fleas. I actually did get my hands on a pair of the uh, desert moss dunk, the unreleased pair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're really nice, but the size conversion is insanity because... <laughs> I heard says, about that, yeah. Yeah, it says it's a 10, but it's almost two sizes small in my opinion so what? even can even me taking the insoles out they're still very mm, damn very, very bad man so that's the only my only issue with them but you know like i said if it's nice and it works i gravitate towards it like the baklavas from max and bronson yeah yeah i, I think uh he kind of resurrected that particular silhouette if you will and the colorways that he's using are very, very nice. It has a very nice touch to them. You can tell he did his homework and things like that. And I think as a designer, if you get your opportunity, your chance, it's like, oh, you don't want to do something that you've seen before. You don't want to kind of take your blueprint and someone else's blueprint and apply it to yours. You just kind of want to start off with a clean slate. And I think, mm -hmm. I think Action did that. You know, he put uh, a lot of different colors that I wouldn't think that would work separately but together it just kind of mesh really good so I i'm a fan of some of the newer stuff i know salihi's coming out with some some new stuff mm -hmm. uh, he did some nice work with uh brand black as well and i picked up a pair of those that kind of flew under the radar a little bit but yeah i mean like i said if it's dope it's dope i don't really have a discrimination on if it's old new whatever if it's just dope shit it's dope shit yeah, no, and I love that too. I, I think it's nice that we have new stuff come out and, you know, we do discuss every once in a while just about like innovation. I know Kali's a big fan of innovation and, and seeing new sneakers and things like that too. And I like the fact that, you know, collaborators like Action Bronson, for example, are pushing that envelope, right? Like I think, you know, they tease a lot of pictures. People are always quick to just dismiss it immediately. Like, oh, you know, like that looks like trash. You know, who's going to wear that? You know, they said that about a lot of things too. Like I know Yeezy kind of pushed the envelope on a lot of his designs too. Right. Uh, and now, you know, and, and then look where that uh, that went. Like, you know, his line blew up. But yeah, with New Balance, Slahey's a good example too. Um, as much as Kali hates the Crocs, I think, you know, that's one of those things where he kind of 
reinvented that croc and you know made it cool right like it Casual, just has yeah. <laughs> right like everybody rocks them so Kali's shaking his head right now but i mean like you, you can't deny the fact cool. Lipstick on a pig. It's a plastic clog. Okay. Clogs were never good. Ne never cool. Okay. No. Sneakers are cool. Okay. Sneakers. Not Says the guy who's rocking, rocking a, a fucking sock on a midsole. Stop it, man. That 350 easy. Come on, man. Like, Tali, no. It's extremely co it has boost and it's no. comfortable. Okay, no. it's... so is a croc, <laughs> especially the Salady croc. Yeah, and it costs a fraction of the price. It's not, fa yeah. it's not <laughs> fashionable. That's it's why people are wearing them. But see, that's if the problem. But see, that's the pro yo, Kali. But you gotta understand, and I'm speaking for me. I don't give a fuck. Like it's not fashion. It's comfortable, and it still looks good. Yeah, but you refer, refuse to wear boosts, so your argument goes right out the window. You say, oh, it's not a matter. It's, not, it's, it's not extremely matter, comfortable. It's not a matter of me refusing to wear boosts. It's just not for me. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't knock it. I tell you all the time. I said, look, I see a dude rocking the Easy 350. The shit looks nice. Just not for me. No different than an ASIC, a New Balance. It's not for me. Just doesn't look good on me. Not to say it doesn't look good. Just doesn't look good on me. The demographic for Crocs is high schoolers. Yep. Yeah, that's where it is. It's the same in Canada. It is high school, <laughs> except and then and then it's adults who have given up. Okay, when you gonna get net, it's rich, a Stanley mug. You have a, you have a Stanley mug. You going to get one of those? It's two, adults right? who like, have given up. Like they really? mailed it yeah. in. Come on, like, oh, come man, on, man. I got arthritis in my feet. I'm like, come no, on, wear sweatpants everywhere. Who, adults who have given it up. Given Stop up. it. Yeah, Stop it. No it's not and, and, and your no, eyes. But once again, Kali, like I said to you, I don't care. Like, that's what you got to understand. I know. It's, I the don't idea of not care. caring is the same thing as giving up. You don't do that. It is not. <laughs> it is not. I didn't do my schoolwork because so, I didn't care. Okay, that's giving up. So that's giving up? Come on, yes, man. It is. Not caring is giving could, up. Could, I don't think Kali oh, or Rich will ever see eye to eye. We'll I'm, never I'm see eye to eye. Right? I think what's important is that, you know, guys like Salehi are pushing that envelope, right? There you go. That's what I can appreciate you about know it. I mean? So it's what he's it's doing with it. It's the design. It's the collaboration of, you know, taking something that, you know, maybe wasn't cool or wasn't popular. I want to see even say like five years ago into something that, you know, like I think everybody's rocking or there's so many people that are rocking him way more than before. But it's these designers and these collaborators that are sort of taking, and it's I'm not just talking about Crocs. I'm taking and talking about just like models, brands across the board, and just putting their own spin on it. So I'm um, speaking I, about, I can and that's see, what I, and that's what I appreciate. I can see they're popular because I sent you guys a picture yesterday at the market. I saw fake Crocs. I saw a ton of fake New Balances, a ton of fake Solomons. Like I was it's oh, in a ton shit. of fake ASICs. I was like, what? Yeah, nothing is safe anymore. It's nothing scary is scary out there. It's scary. Well, see, and the thing is that like sneakers is popular. So now, you know, they're faking everything, right? Because people want different things. But, you know, just getting back to the collaboration part of things. Um, and I want to ask D specifically, like, is there a sneaker collaboration with a brand that doesn't exist that you think should exist? Are there brands that, you know, maybe should start collaborating uh, with sneakers or maybe even designers that should start collaborating with sneakers collaborations are tough man because you know it, it's brand identity it's who you're choosing and things like that i think the collaborations that mattered 
you know, happened a long time ago, you know, with Huff, like Barry McGee, uh, he had the Adilo Y that caused a lot of controversy even back in 2006 to even, you know, now the Travis, the first four that came out, you know, that was very dope in my opinion. They all blew very well done. Then he kind of ventured off and here we are at the Cactus Mac or whatever you want to call yeah. it with the fucking reverse hoosh, which is sure. Yeah. They just, I don't know, man. I was I was very big on the Mac attacks coming out because, you know, I liked them way back then, but they've already kind of poured them out a little bit, if you will. Um, yeah, no, that's a good point. Social status, all the extra stuff, I, I just, I can do without that. I'll just be good with the OG pair, the OG colorway, and call it a day. I don't need Billie Eilish to sell. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about that shit before, too, exactly. Crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, collabs are kind of a a touchy subject because we want to see guys like Action Bronson, Salehi, you know, like um, Cactus Plant, right? Do do like these collabs with with Nike or New Balance or Asics or whatever the brands are, but not everything works, right? So, I mean, we're at a point now where sneakers are just so mainstream that it's hard to find a brand that has a collab with sneaker, right? I think there's collaborations with everything. You have triple collabs now it's getting to a point where there's like three different brands collabing on the same thing so you know i think like to your point as well you still have to pick what you like and not have someone like billy eilish tell me that i need this alpha force right which is almost the exact same thing with her branding on it but what a billy eilish insult (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. nobody's gonna see you know they the jordan 15 man which is i'm a big fan of you know jordan 15 13 i'm a big fan of the later numbers i'm just like man you didn't need her to bring the jordan 15 back you could have brought og colorway back and it probably would have done well you know but uh, no problem with her Uh, obviously she she's a fan of the silhouette she took advantage of an opportunity nothing against her whatsoever i just don't need that as my selling point in order for me to be a consumer yeah no for sure i think when it comes to sneakers too it's I like when they do collabs and it's something that you haven't seen, right? Whereas I think that there are a bunch of collabs now that have just become super lazy where it's this exact same sneaker with a reverse swoosh, the exact same sneaker with a Billie Eilish logo on it, or, you know, the exact same sneaker, you know, whatever it is, right? Like, I like the fact that you know, there are some designers that are just putting a twist on it. We may not always like it, but at the same time, it's, you know, part of that innovation too. But, you know, lastly, I just kind of want to ask you, um, as a guy, you know, with a diverse collection, actually, you know what, sorry, what I didn't ask about your collection was, you know, what are some of your favorite pairs that are in your collection? Or are they, do you have any grails, anything that you're still on the hunt for? I think the best shoe that I own is the uh, Zoom Flight 5, the Jason Kidd, Ooh, yes. uh, the Black oh, yeah. Lapis pair. Yeah. Out of all the shoes that I own, I, that's at the top. If the house is on fire, that's the one I'm bringing. <laughs> that's the one you're going for. <laughs> I'm about to say that too. I'm like, which one you grab it? Yeah, that's a good that question. One. Yeah. If, if your house is on fire, you can only take one. Priceless. Pair yeah, which 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 pair is that? So it's that oh, the Jason Kidd pair was something that amazing blew me amazing. away when when yeah. that first came out. Man. So what is it about that sneaker that you love about it? Like, I mean, out of all the pairs that are out there right now, I, I mean, I I wasn't expecting that to be your answer. Uh, I mean, yeah, I get that a lot. You know, everyone looks at my collection and they're like, oh, that? Like, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Easy, easy. I, I just think the nostalgia, you know, when I got it just for feet is a store that we have here 
is a store that huge wall of just whatever you could think of 90 sneakers jordan acg hiking but they also had a basketball half court in the store too so you know while the parents are out shopping usually the kids are the court shooting around doing things like that till you're called over to try something on so i think the nostalgia of you know not only that pair of shoes just 90s basketball at that point mm-hmm. in time was just amazing overall uh-huh. right? just a just a Agreed. excellent presentation of uh, sports entertainment so for me that's why I really resonate with that pair that pair for me I remember having the white pair in school getting the black, black pair later on and just all of the houses that I moved and things like that and just keeping up with it original paper original box all that stuff it just means means a lot to me yeah a great, pair. great pair yeah, yeah it's a great pair, man. pair yeah but What's on your watch list? Like, what is one of those pairs that you're still in the hunt for? Is there something that's eluded you over the years? Maybe a grill or... There's a pair of Vans, man. Uh, the Cobra Snakes. I think it's a era, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a Cobra Snake. It's a, it's a cheeseburger on the uh, toe box. Very, very limited. Came, uh-huh. out, came out a while ago, but that's definitely on the list of, man, if I can get that pair. Other than that, man, you know, not too much. I'm a big Air Force One guy, so I like Air Force Ones. Anything older that I don't have, trying to find and hustle out and find those. Maybe the gold toe box Questlove Air Force Ones. That's another one that's tough for me to find. That's a nice pair. Yeah, man. So stuff like that, that's stuff that I don't think many people are looking for right now. Yeah. The availability of it is kind of scarce so sure just always keeping your eyes open listening for little hints and things like that because you know people talk uh, people go through people's collections and you know i've had people dm me and literally and say hey man you know i'm going to be getting rid of this i wanted to go somewhere that you know i i trust it won't be resold or you know just used for profit things like that mm-hmm. i've taken advantage of it man and like i said relationships in sneakers they go a long way if you build them the right way definitely yeah, it's one of those things like that as global as sneakers is right now, the community is still very small. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Rich and Trev and in Kicks We Trust have been following you for quite some time and, you know, vice versa. But yeah, like it's just that, that easy to just stay connected with people and, you know, know that there's people out there that would help you out, right? Knowing that sure. you are a true collector. But I was just taking a quick look at that Vans that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Super dope, man, actually. <laughs> crazy. With the sesame seed toe box yeah, there. But yeah, the colorway is all cheeseburger. But, but no, I love that about, you know, just asking people what's on their watch list or on their grail list and their hunt list is that, you know, it's not always just about, you know, the hype. Like you talk about, you know, a Nike mag or something, you know what I mean? Or a, a Freddy Krueger dunk or, you know, some of these crazy rare pairs. But, right. you know, something like that is super unique. It's not that it's unattainable. But it's still hard to find, and it's unique. Something that you that you like, I'm sure it speaks to your personality in some way. I know I love cheeseburgers, so course, uh, you know I mean. Who doesn't love a good <laughs> cheeseburger? But it's it's nice to hear stuff like that about people's collection and what they're looking for when it's uh, something different. You know, just those Jason kids to this uh, this fan sneaker. Yeah, it's crazy, right? But lastly, no, I just kind of want to ask you, D, about, you know, some of the brands uh, in 2024. Like, what are some of the brands that you'd like to see shine more uh, this year and maybe going forward? I would love for Nike to come back and reclaim the throne and 
give out a bunch of 90s uh, basketball releases and things like that with the same quality, if not better yeah. than they did back then. But I know that that's a dream because I think Nike, I think, I think they're at a point now where they can put the product out with less quality and still sell it. And yeah. I think that they're okay with that. You know what I mean? So I've kind of moved on to other brands, Saucony, the Diodoras, the Kangaroos, things like that, and tried to give them a chance. I know that Adidas just dropped the AE1, which was yeah. uh, pretty pretty big out here. You know, a lot of people were interested in it. I still haven't been able to cop a pair, but I'm, I'm watching them. I'm watching them. I just saw he put out the Stormtrooper colorway to it, which looks really nice. So Yeah, seeing that, that feels like that feels nice. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, brands like that, in any anybody that is willing, you know, to push the envelope, if you will, and come out with the colors that no one else is willing to. Like, I think I dig what Salehi's doing. If I were him, I probably would have gone the same route, take advantage of nature, see things like that, animals, all the colors that they provide on their own. It's like, I watched a bunch of documentaries and I'm just like, oh man, it's like, there's endless possibilities that you could do with the design aspect of it. So yeah, so Saucony, like I said, New Balance, I'm expecting Asics, I'm expecting some some big stuff from them this year. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, like you mentioned those brands, a lot of those brands showed up on people's Sneaker of the Year list too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talked about that Saucony or Sneaker of the Year episode, that J-Tips Saucony pair, like that was huge. You know, a lot of- Yeah, his first release. Yeah. Yeah crazy amazing so yeah but yeah no i'd love to see that more and i think it's i think you make a good point too i think the consumers are getting a lot more selective now quality over quantity so we want to see that quality we want to see you know nice materials being used you know we take that into account when we're purchasing you know putting those on our lists for sneakers of the year that sort of thing like i think people have learned that when we're paying for something whether it's you know two three hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers you want the quality of the materials to reflect that as well, right? I think it's it's important for these big brands, you know, especially Nike. They know what we want, right? It's they can't be that oblivious, right? I think they've done a lot in terms of changing things like shape and you know colors and looks of certain models that they want retroed. I don't see why they can't do that for everything else that they put out, right? So I know they're listening. I know they know what we want, but well, they're they're definitely watching. They're right? they're watching. They go they go through the pages. They go through the forums, and you the know they hear our cries, but yeah. it just falls yeah. on deaf ears because you know maybe not enough demand. Who knows? But I will just continue to navigate as accordingly. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is fair. You know what I mean? Like in the end, nobody's putting a gun to your head telling you, you got to buy the sneaker. You know, if you want it, sure, you can buy it. But just know that, you know, sometimes the quality is not always up to par. And if you're still willing to spend that money, that's on you, right? Like you're just kind of giving Nike that ammo or whatever bread it is to keep pushing the bullshit out on us. And I, I think it's important, you know, for us whenever you know we're posting on instagram or wherever you know you're sharing your kicks and things like that yeah to support the other brands and things like that so mm-hmm. Nike is able to see you know we don't have to mm-hmm. be your foot soldiers so much there's a local company that's uh i'm not sure if they're still based here they might have moved but it's a uh, dizzy gothic 
they just released yeah, a Malice in the Palace sneaker before they did a couple of Cheech and Chongs. I saw that one too. Super dope. Um, amazing, amazing craftsmanship, amazing quality, amazing production presentation on their releases. And it's about 275 bucks, but you're getting night and day quality. what yeah, Nike quality. will give you for the same price. You sure. know what I mean? So I appreciate now. I'll gravitate, you know, I'll buy pairs and things like that when they release. So it's just, you have the ability as a consumer to just say no and stop. You know what yeah. I mean? When yeah. enough is enough, you know, you're not getting what you're paying for. You have that ability to just stop. And good thing with sneakers, there's enough out there mm -hmm. that you can go and yeah. find something else and still be, you know, still be satisfied. Mm -hmm. I agree. Agreed. Yeah. Good point. But listen, D man, it's been awesome uh, chatting it up with you, man. Thank you again for accommodating the time difference. But yeah, no, just hearing stories out in Arizona and just how you grew up with sneakers and how you came about and just your collection in general. Like, I think a lot of people out there could take you know some cues from from the way that you're building your collection and what you like to rock and and the fits that you put together. Is that it doesn't always necessarily have to be you know, the hype stuff, the expensive stuff should just be what you like. That. <laughs> yeah. it, it's true. I mean, you can't, no, you can't buy them all. Right. So you have to be selective, but also at the same time, I think it's important to build a collection based on your personality and your style too, which is, I think what you seem to echo with, with a lot of the stuff that you cop, but yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that with us, man. Yeah, man, it's your money. Spend it how you want. Just don't try and sell me a fake. If it's <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> yeah, don't try My to just ass. throw an eBay tag on it, right? And, and... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. No, no, I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks again for the opportunity. You know, uh, you guys are very longstanding and you guys have a very dope following. So I definitely appreciate this. Being the first Arizona guest, I hope I didn't. There you go. I was going to say, you represented Arizona well. Yeah, yeah. very well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Very well. Awesome. Shout outs. Uh, do we have any, yeah, do we have any shout outs this week? For me, man, it's real quick. Shout out Retro Talk Forum, the Monday Midsole, and uh, the Trap House, all three YouTube channels. They give out dope content, sneakers, talks, current events, things like that. So shout out to them. But uh, that's it, man. Yeah, I got, I got a quick oh, shout out. I want to, I, again, I always want to shout out Parlor 23, of course. You know, he dropped, actually, what I did talk about was um, he dropped that varsity jacket. The jacket, I was about to say, yeah, I know. Crazy, I know, crazy I know. jacket. Shout out to him just like designing such insane pieces, man. I wish he had dropped more of them. I'm sure it was expensive to make, which is why he couldn't oh, yeah. make, make that many of them. And I'm sure it was very time consuming in terms of just like the materials and the quality of pieces that he put to make that jacket so shout out to jaron of course for always pushing the envelope with his brand but no i also wanted to shout out mikkel goes by mikkel vision barbering on instagram but he's also opened up his new barbershop so i got a chance to visit him this past saturday i went to a spot got a cut uh from mikkel um but i just wanted to shout him out because he's a sneaker guy as well but he's put in a lot of time to open up this new spot him and his wife debbie they have their own spot here in Hamilton, uh, downtown Hamilton. Super dope space. And of course, you know, his barber skills are just unmatched uh, in the city. Along with his wife, she she also does cuts, but she does braids as well. So super cool couple, amazing space. Shout out to them. Actually, he was the one that I bought the kick brick for as a gift, a little bit of a, I, I want to say like a housewarming gift for his space. But yeah, shout out to him. 
I, you know, wish you nothing but success this year and, and going forward. I will definitely be back a bunch of times uh, to get my cut uh, from him with that space. So shout out to him. I'm, I'm shouting myself, guys. Um, uh, <laughs> by this time, I, not just myself being, you know, fantastic and all, fan favorite, but for the fact that I'm back here. No, nah, we're, we're not laughing I about have, that, just... I have just finished updating, uh, uploading an hour and 20 minute market video where you guys will see all the craziness. I was lost for words at how much it's changed and some things have changed and not even all the shops are up. But yeah, the hour 20 long is called Return to the Fake Market China and it will be up on my YouTube channel by the time you guys hear this. So go check it out, get some support, drop a comment, leave a like, all that stuff. Help me make an even better living out here, you know, so I can buy more fucking Amiri and designer shit so I can, you know, have Rich blast my ass for it. But, but yeah, guys, like, you'll have a look, you know. it's it's You'll be surprised. And even if you don't sit and watch it, put it on in the background like our, you do our podcast and uh, take a couple trips around because there are some funny moments. I'll tell you near halfway through the end, I'm walking through one of the stores and a rat the size of one of my cats fucking ran up the wall and up the this is one of the offshoots. I call it the secret market oh, because th- you have the main one that's like really nice, clean, and lit. And the other ones are like more dingy, but that's where I used to find like back in the day, five years ago, I'd find one of one Air Jordan ones and one of one phone closets. And I was like, that's scary. But yeah, I've seen stuff where I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're really close to one of one, but I would need the actual shoe in my hand at the moment to compare it. Like I said, the Amal Five, those the Kobe Grinches were there in full blast. Like, oh man, damn! Scary ass shit. Nasty um, work. <laughs> yeah, man. Then the New Balance. You know how New Balance uses amazing materials. You could tell, like the protection packs and stuff, it was off. By the look, it was kind of there, but the New Balance is off. The Solomon was a little bit off too, but the Jordans and the SB Dunks. Man, you bet. You guys got to be careful now. Like, just if you don't get the shoe, just wait for the next one. The secondary market, I mean, (laughs) it's good and all, but you don't believe it, Kali. Right? It's scary. Oh, Lord. I'm going to check that video out, though, Kali. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Definitely. Shout outs for me. I just want to, first off, I want to shout out my oldest son. Actually, his first day of college was yesterday. I am feeling old. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's him. Yeah, man, crazy. So, salute to Jaden. Yeah, what did you college. graduate, Rich? Was it last year? Uh, June. Yeah, June, June of last okay. year. Yeah, so just took yeah. the semester off. Yeah. Yeah. So, just kind of working his money up. But yeah, man, started uh, college yesterday. So, crazy, 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 crazy. And then, D, shout out to you, man. Like I said, um, I've been following you for a minute. And I'll just, I just, I want to say, fan of not just your shots, but just in terms of the Bears. The diversity, it always spoke to me. Just kind of seeing some of that shit. Them Jason kids, I'm like, bro, like, the Air Force is like, even some of the female basketball shoes, I'm just like, where the fuck is this guy getting these shits from? And the fact that they're still wearable impressed me even more. So just want to, you know, shout out to you. This has been a blast. And the whole thing with us is, you know, we just want to tap in with individuals and just get these stories. So salute to you. Salute to AZ, man, the first. So appreciate, appreciate you, man. <laughs> Thank you, guys, for real. Yes, sir. We appreciate you jumping on, man. This was a, this was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, you represented Arizona well. So, until <laughs> <laughs> you guys get some DMs about me, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Maybe just about your football team selection. Then maybe that yeah, would be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I get the cold slander. The cold slander is nationwide. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I feel you. The Eagle slander is nationwide as well, so I I feel you. (laughs) 
All right, guys, as always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Collie, where can they find you? You can find me on IG at The Collywood Life. But right now, just go to uh, YouTube for C3 of The Collywood Life and watch the stuff there. Juan, where can they find you? Instagram, 321. Like I said, you can message me about travel and kicks, mainly Jordan ones, but everything's fair game. And Rich, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on IG, Grow Status 13. And, and D, my apologies, D. Sorry, my apologies, D, to cut you off. Was it the Jason kids? It was those CB94s, fucking lows. Oh, the lows, Joe. Them shits. Hey, 2006, man. <laughs> yeah. The era. The golden oh, era. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> Dumb joints, man. Uh, you can find me on yeah, Instagram. Man. Crazy. Man. Sorry, one I handsome cut you thing, but that that was the pair. My apologies. Yeah, Yo, you're good, man. On one handsome underscore oh. B on Instagram. Excuse me. That's my only social media. I'm not on anything else, really. No YouTube, anything like that. So. Nope. Yeah, D. Like we said, we appreciate you jumping on. All the stories were great, and good to finally get to chat with you. Thanks, man. We appreciate you, fellas. Guys, everyone, stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week. Bye.